0: visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only.
1: Stand on the shoulders of giants, whether that be guys like yourself, people like Jeff, just whoever it is, and whatever it is you're trying to do, connect with them and add value.
2: Before we get into today's episode, I want to offer you a free service and a free gift. Yes, a free gift. You're a loyal, best-ever listener. You deserve free gifts. And it's from our best-ever partner, Secure Pay One, the Landlord Helper. So are you a landlord or investor who's self-managing? well, if you're self-managing, is that the best way to scale your business? And are you fulfilled by self-managing or would you rather be doing other stuff with your time? Like, I don't know, scaling your business, scaling your portfolio, making more money, bringing more rentals, rental income coming in because you're acquiring more properties. If you want to scale, if you're not getting fulfilled by self-managing, then here comes a free service, here comes a free gift. Linda Libatory, you know her, episode 714. I interviewed her about her best ever advice. Talked to her about her company, which is the solution to your problem Secure Pay One, the landlord helper. They handle the phone calls, they handle the rent collections, they handle late payment reminders, they handle the lease violation notices, everything from the text messages reminders all the way to collecting the ACH payments. mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff with us today. Chris Tracy, how you doing, my friend?
1: Oh, pumped, man. So honored to be here. Appreciate this amazing opportunity. I'm just loving life. Thank you so much.
2: Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it. A little bit about Chris, and then we'll get into why. He is an acquisition specialist at the Synergetic Investment Group. He's active in the world of real estate. He's been so for five years, both investing and as a broker. He's an agent with Cordwell Banker, and he has been working part-time with people who have disabilities as well. Just as a side note, he's based in Plainville, Connecticut, with that being said, Chris, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus?
1: Yeah, man. Background started off the residential, like you said, about five years ago. I started off just putting bandit signs on telephone poles, wholesaling deals. Then I went out and got a license, and I just found myself really on a hamster wheel, So I said, you know what, I really need to focus on something and start playing a game that's a little bit bigger. I just wanted to play with the bigger boys, people like yourself, Joe, just kind of integrating in with some big dogs. And I said, you know what, I'm going to see if I can enter this game of buying these big apartment buildings, like the 75 units, 100 units, 250. So I just said, how am I going to do this? And I just said, well, I'm going to focus right now and just see if I can connect with some people in the industry and just try to get in the game. And yeah, that's totally my focus now the Synergetic Investment Group. I just linked up with them last year and they're totally my focus. We just closed on a deal a few weeks ago. It was a a 36-unit, 144-bed student housing project down in Georgia. So yeah, we're all about these big apartment deals and yeah, just loving it.
2: Well, this is going to be an interesting conversation and really cool for Best Ever listeners who were in your shoes, who have some experience in real estate and want to do larger stuff and ultimately that seems to be a topic that attracts a lot of ears too so let's talk about this you were doing brokerage stuff locally and then you wanted to get in larger deals you said before we start recording Jeff Greenberg who's also been a guest on the show and I've met a handful of times enjoyed my conversations with him every time I talked to him he is what the president of this group is that right?
1: Yeah, he's the ringleader, the sponsor, the shot caller. He's the extremely seasoned veteran, and he's like the father figure of the whole group. So he holds our hand. He educates us significantly, and he's the wherewithal of the group. So... We're all standing on the shoulder of him, as he's the giant. And yeah, he—it's his group. I just plugged into it as a result of going to a network event. And I think this can kind of segue into one of those other questions that I was reading. Not to skip ahead, but just to kind of seamlessly transition into the advice that I could give to the best ever. Oh
2: wait, no, don't tell me. I don't—I don't want to hear that because I haven't asked that question yet. Hold that thought. I have to I lead up music and everything for it. So oh, that's yeah, awesome. You'll kill the flow. Um, I have many more questions before we get into your best ever advice. Love it. it. Uh, Did I answer that, Joe? I'm sorry. Yeah. So you just closed on a 36 unit. You're involved. What specifically was your role and what specifically was your compensation?
1: My role is I'm just a soldier for the group. So if Jeff is like the general, the president, I'm just kind of like a worker bee. Prior to meeting Jeff, I had not ever bought a building that was worth over a million dollars before. So I just kind of brought value to the table for him and just – we had a conversation about – We'd see how we could fit together. And whatever his needs were, I said, well, here's how I can help you. This is what I enjoy doing. I'm a people person, as you can kind of see. I like to talk. I'm very outgoing, and I like to network, and I'm not shy about picking up the phone, calling brokers. I am in the broker game myself, so I know how to talk to them. I know the objections. I know the scripts and all of that. So I never had a problem with getting deals into my pipeline. And then ultimately, my focus is all what I want to do is just bring deals to Jeff and the group. There are other members in the group, other people like myself, and we have a small little group. So I do basically whatever Jeff needs at any given time. When we were in the due diligence phase, he said, give me a new contact, an insurance broker. Can we need an attorney? Just any random little thing that it's on Jeff's plate and he needs it. I just try to assist with him the best I can because obviously when you're a giant, one of your biggest needs is time. So. That's how I try to make his life easy and try to make the group more successful is investing my time into the group to try to just donate whatever's needed. Underwrite deals every once in a while too. Got
2: it. What were you compensated?
1: Sorry, my compensation is 3% equity position, but I'll take it since it's my first experience into a deal. It's a really significant deal. I'll gladly take that all day long is to give Jeff, rightfully so, the lion's share of the proceeds of the property when we sell it cash flow, all of that. So when you're just trying to get in the game, if you have to allow the more seasoned, the mentors, if you will, because he's doing all the heavy lifting, he's got the experience, we're riding his coattails, he's got the investor connections, all of that. I have nothing because it's just an elephant and mouse relationship. It's like, you know what, I'll just take a small little equity position and I'll be thrilled with that and very grateful at the end of the day. And then we can just kind of graduate and renegotiate and move up the ladder from there as we get to know each other better.
2: For a 3% equity position, you called and found an attorney, an insurance broker. What else specifically did you do for the 36 unit?
1: Let there be no misunderstanding, Joe, that I did invest a lot of my time into that because much of what I did in the early stages, because I recognized the need for it and value of it, is I tried really hard to bring deals to the table for the group. So I was calling brokers, just one after another, just looking for them on LoopNet or whatever. A lot of times, do you know how that goes? You underwrite a deal, the numbers don't work, and then you throw it in the garbage, right? So there was a lot of stuff behind the scenes, so much more than just calling an attorney or an insurance broker, but a lot of stuff that just never panned out, and it is what it is, and we just kind of move on to the next thing. So yeah, there was a lot there, and just basically my time, I don't know if I can put a concrete number on it, but it was a multitude of deals that I attempted to bring to the table. And like I said, some underwriting here or there, but just a lot of miscellaneous uh, tasks.
2: Okay. So you were attempting to find opportunities leading up to this deal and the time that it took to do that, call brokers, follow-up, run numbers, etc. Did you find this deal or did this deal come about another method?
0: It came about
1: another method. I think it was just a connection that someone had in the group And that's how it goes is just you've got a small little group of people and you never know who knows who and and you build these relationships with brokers and different people in the industry, property management, companies, attorneys, so on and so forth. And then, yeah, someone brought the deal to the table and then we closed
0: on it. Okay, cool.
2: So that's really helpful just because I know, at least I was curious. I'm confident some other best ever listeners were curious about, okay, he got in this deal. What exactly did he do and what did he make? And so you have clearly answered that. You called brokers, looked for deals. You didn't find this deal, but you did help out on it with finding some team members. And then for compensation, you were compensated 3% equity position. And is that 3% equity within the entire deal or 3% of the general partnership? It's 3% in
1: the entire deal because it would include cash flow. And then when we sell the property down the road, I would also realize 3% of those proceeds as well. That's only because I don't have really a lot of skin in the game. I didn't invest any money. I didn't find the deal. My name's not going on any mortgage. So I really didn't do any heavy lifting aside from much of what I said earlier with this investing time. But I'll take that all day long when you have any minimal skin in the game.
2: And Were there investors in this deal? Yes, there are investors you, in the deal. Do you know the structure of it? You know what? Much of
1: that, was kind of like, that's Jeff's yeah. jurisdiction for the most part. Yep. no biggie. I yeah.
2: Okay, yeah, just curious. Okay, so congrats on getting an equity position in the deal. That's great for putting in some legwork, putting yourself out there, and now you've got a 3% equity position. And by the way, I think – it's going to be a 3% equity position inside the general partnership, not the entire deal. Not to split hairs, but if you have investors, then there's probably a split where GP has something. You probably have 3% ownership within the GP, not the whole thing. But regardless, it's 3% nice work on that. So your focus prior to this, you said you hadn't bought anything over a million bucks. Well, <laughs> join the crowd. I hadn't bought anything over a million dollars either prior to doing the larger stuff. That also leads me to believe that you did buy some stuff prior to this 36 unit on your own that was smaller than a million. Is that the case? And if so, what?
1: No, man, this is my first deal. I've never bought anything. I partnered up with someone a long time ago and just wholesaled a three family. But the amount of work that I put into that just to get out, I said to myself, I need to play a bigger game. So I never bought a house. It's just I did one residential deal. I helped my buddy sell his condo just like table scraps. But as far as I don't flip houses or do anything like that, I don't I don't buy things regularly. I just immediately wanted to enter this game of buying these large apartment buildings kind of like zero to a hundred if you will. So I wanted to go right into the big leagues ASAP.
2: Good for you. That's pretty cool that you went straight there and you started adding value and now you have an equity position in a larger deal and you're continuing to do so. Alright, Chris, here we go. Here's the money question. What is your best real estate investing advice ever?
1: Oh man, best ever advice, I would say, just try to see whatever it is you're trying to do. So the purpose of this conversation, you know, buying these large apartment buildings is just stand on the shoulders of giants, whether that be guys like yourself, people like Jeff, just whoever it is in whatever it is you're trying to do, connect with them and add value because I see a lot of these people in bigger pockets and not to knock what anyone else is doing, but it breaks my heart when I see these guys and you probably see it a lot too, Joe is you always see that comment in the forum where people would say like, Hey, I need a mentor. I'd love to meet up and have coffee. Well, I got news. (laughs) I got, I got, yeah, exactly. Well, I got news for you. The guy that owns a huge portfolio. I mean, Joe, would you have time in your day to go out and have coffee with all kinds of random people that want you to mentor them? These syndicators, these big dogs, you don't have time to do that. So it's kind of like, Rather than do that, I know that maybe you're trying to pick people's brains and stuff like that, and we've heard that before, like, yeah, go have coffee. That might work with brokers, stuff like that, because they like the networking thing and they're trying to get your business, but if you want to learn from someone, like if you're trying to learn how to play basketball and you want LeBron James to teach you how to play basketball, it's like learn what LeBron James needs or what the needs are of the person and bring value to them and say, hey... Do you need anyone to help you underwrite deals? Do you need anyone to help you make phone calls? I'll bring you deals. What do you need? Not just, hey, can we do lunch? Because you, Joe, can probably just go to Panera Bread and get your own lunch. You don't really need someone to buy you coffee. But what are your needs? So that would be more attractive and appetizing, and you'd have a better success of getting involved, like kind of like the way I did. With a group, if you can just focus on bringing value, not like, hey, can we do coffee and can I pick your brain?
2: And then even something to build on that. And I love your advice and your thought process would be instead of asking what are your needs to do some research, anticipate what the needs are and proactively add value without even asking them what their needs are. And then if it's not exactly what they're looking for, who the hell cares? Because no one has done that for them most likely in the last year. And it's going to stand out and be like, Hey, well, I appreciate the effort, You're definitely going to get a response from them. I appreciate the effort. Not exactly what I'm looking for, but I am looking for X, Y, Z, and then you can go do that, and you've stood out from the crowd, and you've added value, and you've already built a relationship with them. Yep. And you you mentioned the LeBron James thing, and it made me think that I never thought of it this way, that if you did want to learn basketball, you would get some value by taking LeBron James out for lunch and having him tell you about how to play basketball, but you would get 10 times more value if you actually played with LeBron James on a pickup game or while he practiced, and you were just kind of throwing him the ball and watching him, and every now and then you'd make a layup and he might say something to you. That's such a better way of learning, and we can take that same analogy and apply it towards what you're doing right now.
1: Yeah, I'm a Celtics guy. I'm mad. I don't even know why I gave him credit because they got their, <laughs> they got their butts kicked last night. But I figured you're from Cleveland originally, Joe, are you? Or you live there?
2: No, I, I'm from Texas originally.
1: Oh, gotcha. Or you live in Cleveland
2: now, I think? Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, that's uh, uh, Cincinnati.
2: One of those Ohio cities with the C. So I was like, got. Oh, it's the uh, best I could do there. But, but yeah, <laughs> but, but 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 even the
1: challenge there is getting LeBron James to even show up to the game or to have coffee or lunch. But yeah,
2: totally. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? I think I am. Oh, I think you are too. First though, let's hear from the best ever partners. Are you an investor who self-manages, talks to your residents, collects checks, and handles all the day-to-day tasks? Well, there's a better way, best ever listener, and guess what? That better way is Secure Pay One. Secure Pay One, the landlord helper, will have conversations over the phone with your residents whenever there's an issue, and the residents can pay you directly. So schedule your free trial and 30-minute session today at mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. That's mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Ready to bring your real estate investing dreams to life? Learn how to get focused, gain momentum, and the proven roadmap to make it happen with the Time for Investing Masterclass. Doors for enrollment are now open. Reserve your spot today with Neva at neva, N-E-V-A, at timeforinvesting.com. All right, what's the best ever book you've read?
1: One Thing by Gary Keller.
2: And Jay Papazon also had some hands in writing that book. And if you search at bestevershow.com, Jay Papazon, you'll get the episode where I interviewed Jay. Best ever deal you've done or transaction you've been involved in?
1: The deal that I mentioned earlier, this 36 units, 144-bed student housing that I did with the Synergetic Investment Group.
2: What's a mistake you've made on a transaction or just in business in general?
1: Going back to the other analogy we're using with the basketball one, if you want to play basketball in the NBA, the biggest mistake I ever made was playing basketball with high school kids. So for the analogy of real estate, just kind of – and we've all done this where you're just kind of – collaborating with people, you meet them in an event, and it's just, you're in the same boat working with people, like-minded individuals. Nothing wrong with that. I love like-minded individuals. But if you're trying to elevate your game and you're trying to play in a bigger game, go up and play with people that are smarter than you, that have more experience, et cetera, et cetera. Start playing at higher levels so that's the biggest mistake i ever made was i was operating and playing people that were on my level Mm -hmm. and i never started to play with people that were on a higher level than me so try to go higher don't play with people that are on the same as you because you'll just stay the same so go higher and in more advanced realistically as soon as you can
2: what's the best ever way you like to give back
1: well, two ways, I would say, Joe. I love giving back, number one, in my community. So I still work part-time for a nonprofit. As we mentioned in the intro, people that have disabilities, they're adults in wheelchairs, they're nonverbal, they have mental retardation. So I like to do the work with them part-time in a group home, and that makes me feel good. And then number two, with respect to kind of what we're talking about today, I like to give a lot of free content and put it out on my blog. And I always like to try to help answer people's questions in the bigger pockets forum and, you know, just how I can get people to get deals done and kind of share what I've learned in my experiences that way. So love giving back there.
2: How did you originally get involved with the group home volunteering? And what do you personally get out of it that helps you in your business, if anything?
1: Well, the group home, I'm actually an employee for the group home. So I used to be full-time there. And then I said, I wanted to focus more on my apartment buying business and real estate a little bit more, but I still love working with the clients. What I get from working from them is just kind of like, it's like a sense of reward. Like I just, When I care for them and bring them out and do things for them and kind of make them laugh or whatever, it makes me feel good just to kind of give back to the people and take care of them because they're very low-functioning individuals. They need a lot of help and support. And if I can go in there and kind of like make their day in like the little ways, it kind of warms my heart to do that. So
2: good times, you know? How can the best ever listeners get in touch with you? You mentioned the blog. Yeah,
1: I have a blog. It's com. And there's a bunch of articles that I have on there, scripts, how to talk to brokers, things like that.
2: Well, Chris, that is in the show notes page. So best ever listeners, you can feel free to visit that if you are so inclined. And Chris, thank you for being on the show, talking about how you are leveling up your game by leveraging your resourcefulness, your drive, and other people's expertise to help elevate you to that level. And talking about a specific example with the 36 unit, the value that you added, and the compensation that you received, and your entire thought process along the way. So Chris, thank you for being on the show. I'm sure this was very helpful for some Best Ever listeners who are wanting to go from the singles to the larger stuff, or maybe even skipping the singles and going straight to the larger stuff. Hope you have a best ever day, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks a lot, Joe. Appreciate it, man. Ready to bring your real estate investing dreams to life? Learn how to get focused, gain momentum, and the proven roadmap to make it happen with the Time for Investing Masterclass. Doors for enrollment are now open. Reserve your spot today with Neva at neva, N-E-V-A, at timeforinvesting.com.